Daddy Squared. Gay Dad Saved the World. A daily dose of gay dads on the front lines of the global pandemic. With Alex McGann and Jan Dick. Hello and welcome to another and the final episode of Daddy Squared Gay Dad Save the World. Final episode, Alex. We wow. did it. 30 dads, 30 days, 30 gays. Yeah, I'm actually, this has been an amazing process and I'm so happy that we did it. I'm kind of sorry that it's ending. Yeah, and you know that uh, I've done a little bit of statistics and we visited 17 states in our little uh, project. Didn't we go out past- outside of the United States as well? We Just did. once well, in Canada, but we visited New York, Philadelphia, Wisconsin, Illinois, Georgia, Arizona, Massachusetts, Texas, California, Nevada, West Virginia, Washington, Ohio, Oregon, Connecticut, Indiana, and New Jersey. You know that Jan likes to travel to places exclusively based on their name. So I'm going to ask you... Jan, which name of state appeals to you the most? Yes, my next vacation goes to, I think, Ohio. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm debating, debating between uh, Ohio and um, Indiana. Okay. Anyway, so, um, Alex, yes. today we're going to talk to a physical uh, therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Rick. He lives in New Jersey, Springfield, New Jersey, yeah. and he's been doing physical therapy for 20 years. But now um, he will tell us how it changed uh, over the past three weeks. You know, I, I wanted to say that one of the, the most important things that I've taken away from this last 30 days and the process that we've gone through is a recognition of how essential so many people are in our community It's, you know, the doctors and the nurses are so critical and the people who make the medication are so critical, but we don't survive without all of the rest of the people who we interviewed and so many others. And it's something very special because it makes you realize how dependent we are on each other as a community. And I hope that when this fucking virus is gone and we've gotten over it we don't forget the fact that people who we used to think of as just sort of well whatever this is what she does and this is what he does those people and their function in our lives will start to have a lot more meaning it certainly has for me and i'm really thankful that we've had the opportunity to talk to all of these people i i totally agree i also think that i just miss people alex i know just every day that i've you know listened to the interview and talk with a person it's just like you know when we're all be able to meet and and you know meet in person Um, I can't wait for this day. I know, and I, I look forward to being able to eat some of the disgusting food that some of them okay, have described. Okay, so speaking of this, oh, what's for dinner today, Alex? You know, um, I, I, I don't. I, made I assumed a little menu. it was. I assumed it was dinosaur-shaped chicken as okay. usual. So here it is. I've uh, yesterday I sat down with all of the twenty-nine episodes that we have, and I created a menu for us. <laughs> so you know, here it goes. So the options are double-sized Big Mac, KFC's three-piece extra crispy meal with biscuits, tater tots and fish sticks, thick fried chicken fingers, hospital double cheeseburger, boxed mac and cheese, chips and cookies, fried dough, Dairy Queen's snickerdoodle blizzard, uh, cake you can choose with or without uh, buttercream, death by chocolate milkshake, two batches of apple cider donuts, cobbler eaten from the floor, and a chess pie. So I, you made it sound as if we have to choose between those. <laughs> <laughs> 
why either or when we can do both? <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Now Thank that you. you listen to it after the fact, it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> Guys, this sums up the, um, the 30 days <laughs> in quarantine. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please keep in touch with us. Uh, we would like to hear from you. You know our uh, email. It's hello at daddysqr.com. You can also write us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're there too. At least I am. Alex is less so. Nope, but sorry. I can give him I messages. I can be reached at hello at daddysqr.com anytime. <laughs> um, and we really hope that you are you become uh, much more engaged with our community in the future. And we're looking forward for our next season. Yeah, when's the next season going to start, I wonder? Yeah, mm. now with the pandemic, everything is on hold. We cannot know. I don't know. I'm going to tell you it's going to be amazing, and um, we are already uh, will start to prepare some good stuff for you. All right. All right, so let's uh, call for the last time in the quarantine and see you after the pandemic. Uh, we're calling New Jersey. Springfield, love, New Jersey. I love see you. See you after the pandemic. See ya. <laughs> okay, let's All call right, Let's Rick. go talk to Rick. Hi, Rick. Hey, Rick. Thank you Hello. so much for doing this. Oh, no problem. Let's start out by asking, uh, what is it that you do for a living and how has it changed since the pandemic? I'm a physical therapist. I have been with the same company for over 20 years now. And right now, it's just, it's very strange. It's very hard with the, with the pandemic. We went from being in a very, very busy clinic down to, you know, just a couple of patients coming in every off and on uh, during the day. So what kind I'm of sorry. patients are, are coming now? Patients that are coming right now. So <laughs> so it's, it, it kind of did a roundabout. So at, that, at one point they had to furlough a bunch of staff. Um, and with me being there for 20 years, it's, I, I was one of the last people to stay on. Um, and then the patients that started coming back were patients with pain, patients with, um, you know, uh, deconditioning because they had been in the hospital or um, patients who had surgery. And prior to the, um, the crisis actually becoming more of a pandemic, um, and they all needed hands-on treatment, physical therapy, and couldn't just do it over tele-rehab, which we also started offering. Yeah, tell us um, tell us a little bit about what is, what is that? Is That's, it possible? Really? You're sort of describing to them and watching what they're doing themselves and right. giving them pointers? Yeah, yeah using, you, you know, using a video and kind of um, doing a, an assessment, a physical therapy type of assessment over the video and, um, and, and teaching them exercises and teaching them things that they could do for their pain. Right. Um, some people responded great to it also. The other people needed to come back into the clinic because they needed manual therapy. They needed hands-on treatment to, to get them better. Sure. And, and so as, you know, God willing, this thing starts to decline and we start getting back to some semblance of normal, do you think that that's going to be a, kind of a new area of your practice? Um, yeah, I think it's always going to be a background area of the practice. Um, myself, I'm a manual therapist. I have a certified orthopedic manual therapy degree and, mm -hmm. you know, my, I need to have my hands on patients and make them better and make them feel better. And it's, you know, based on the protocols and the different, uh, um, 
um, things, precautions that my company has taken. I'm now, you know, I'm kind of at capacity now with, with patients coming in because they've all started coming back. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, yeah. I mean, it seems to me like if they needed, uh, if they needed this kind of therapy before the pandemic, nothing has changed because of the pandemic. Right. Right. I mean, other than, other than people now being okay, going out into the world now, then yeah, we have to follow a whole different uh, parameter of, of precautions and protocols. You know, nobody's coming into the clinic without a mask on, you know, all the staff is wearing masks and, you know, we keep people separated from each other. I, I kind of went through the entire clinic and, and redid the whole clinic to make sure that there was a separation between um, the areas the patients were being treated also. Right. And you I know? imagine that if you were very uh, into cleanliness beforehand, yes. <laughs> certainly all the more so now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I even get to work early now. You know, I get in there an hour early just so I can make sure everything is sanitized and disinfected. Right. And then, you know, in between pa- every time a patient touches something, you know, the staff and I are immediately on that and wiping it down. And patients are coming in, they're wearing gloves and they're doing stuff. You know, there's no, it, it's a different world than sure. it had been, you know, a few weeks ago. Incredible. So let's switch gears and tell us a little bit about what you have at home. Uh, at home. So, uh, I mean, I have three kids. Okay. My, uh, my oldest is 19. He just is finishing his freshman year in college. Of course he's doing that from home now. Right. Um, my girls are both, uh, my, my daughter is about to turn 17 and my youngest is 13. Wow. Are you, are you married? Uh, do you have a partner? Um, I have a partner. I mean, we've been together for just under four years now. Um, he's probably the most amazing person in the entire world. Wow. <laughs> how are they, yeah. How are the girls uh, accept him? Oh, the kids love him. The kids love him. Yeah. They've, uh, they, like my youngest was over last night. Their, their mom lives only a few streets away. And, uh-huh. you know, the two of us are friends and we've been over her house together. And, uh, you know, we've had, gatherings together with the family and everything so it's it's not even a it's not even an issue right so you guys Um, have sort of extended the family uh space to include uh your your ex as well yeah yeah absolutely right got it um and you have to make it comfortable for the kids have to make it you know make them feel like this is a big family and it is you know it's not something that they have to worry about or be afraid about do you have you found that there are any silver linings to this you know during this ex- extended experience of both lockdown and the 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 pandemic work or home anything that you want to that you want to talk about that has been a positive that came out of all of this you know what i think i think really looking at my kids it's really pushing them to be stronger and better people too um, so. I think I think that their their adaptability to everything that's gone on in the world right now um, is pretty astounding to me. You know, I know that in the beginning they had a little trouble, and you know, in the beginning when when I didn't have you know any idea of what was going on, and I was treating patients and stuff, I kind of isolated myself from them too. Their mom and I spoke about it, and I said, right. "Look, I don't know what to do." So it's like, you know kind of they they learned from my actions and then you know implemented them in their own 
you know, their own lives. You know, I, I, I kind of made sure every day, you know, on my way home from work, I was stopping at their moms and, you know, yelling to them out the window or, you know, I, I put my a T-Rex costume on and I called them. I said, go look outside the window. And they're looking outside and I started running around <laughs> outside on the front lawn and, you know, just trying to get them to laugh and get them to feel like kids again. Right. And feel like, you know, this isn't going to always be here. This is, you can breathe, you can, you can grow from this, you can do more. And, right. you know, and then after we did, you know, after we did start figuring more out and how to protect ourselves and how to isolate from, from, um, from different, um, uh, from people who have tested positive or, or stuff like that. Um, then the kids, we were able to start coming back over and getting together. And, you know, we took that time and the kids and I made masks for the hospital and we made masks for a, you know, an oncologist's office because, you know, patients are going back out. They, they're like, cancer is not waiting for this to go away. And those patients need to be protected. And, you know, we made masks for a fireman's home of, of, but uh, yeah, and, and yeah it, and, you know, even in my office, we made masks and we were giving them out to, to my patients just because, you know, we care. What'd you, what'd, you just, make, what'd you make the masks out of? So I have a ton of material that's been sitting in my, in my living room. Um, so it was all scraps left over from, uh, from things that I've made in the past. Come on, please say, I just, please say a ball gown. Please say you made a ball drag. gown. <laughs> drag. <laughs> I, I have made gowns for drag queens too. So that's, you know, <laughs> some of that stuff was actually from that. <laughs> I mean, I assume a drag queen's left and right boob could easily make like two or three, two or three masks each. <laughs> um, yes. Rick, we, I have been trying to ask a final question in each interview at, at, you know, with, with mixed results, but I'm going to try it with you as well. Since which is, it's the final oh, re, uh, interview, we have to be. Oh, like, it's the final it's, interview. Yeah. Yours is the final interview. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. We need you to dig down deep in this one, please. And it is, can you please share with us the most disgusting, awful, embarrassing thing that you have eaten over the last several weeks? Uh, <laughs> the most awful thing I've eaten. Well, I make... I make what's called a, a garbage pail uh, nachos. Ah, garbage pail whatever nachos. That's when I get home from work and I'm so tired and exhausted and I really don't want to do anything or make anything. Right. So I just throw a bunch of chips on this this like pie tin that looks like a garbage pail lid. Yes. And I throw chicken on top of it and hot sauce and cheese and just throw it in the oven till it's brown and then I eat it. Yes. That's I, it. Thank you. I think we may have achieved that. <laughs> That's impressive. I mean, the very fact that it has garbage pail in it is great. Rick, Rick, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And of course, thank you so much for continuing to do what you've always done, even during this, this pandemic. Oh, thank you, guys. Be well. You too. Be safe. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's great.